0: Welcome to the Beyond the Leash Podcast. Your number one source for everything canine. Eric Straitmans has you covered on the latest training tips, techniques, and more. No more clicker training bullshit, constantly bribing with treats. Just balanced dog training that works. Now here's your host, Eric Straightmans. Well, hello,
1: hello, hello. This is Eric Straitmans on the Beyond the Leash podcast. Welcome to another Tuesday. I'm the owner of Beyond the Leash Canine Training. I am here. Like, it felt weird without you last week.
2: Yeah, it felt weird not being here. (laughs) Because
1: it used to be just me and my ex, and now it's me and some people and usually with Norice. Yeah. And the reason you're always on the podcast, first, you love the podcast because you have a history in this stuff, Yes. Yes, I do. You went to school for, what was it? Uh, radio broadcasting. Radio broadcasting. Yeah. So you get the whole podcast thing. And not only that, you're just here. I'm, I'm always here. You, you, I should put <laughs> a cot for you in the back. You're always here. Narice hat on half of the podcast lately. And last week, we did a podcast without her.
2: It felt kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, I had to teach my class. I mean, I actually did
1: have to teach well, my we class. We did it. But... Dur- yeah, we yeah. did it during your Thursday night class, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. who did I have on last week?
2: Um, was it Nic- I'm just looking at your notes. Oh, Is it Nicole? Yes, Nicole. Yeah.
1: When we talked about um, replacing or possibly getting a new dog after a dog died, which was tough. But you, you—that's probably the only reason you weren't on the podcast.
2: Yeah, because we yeah.
1: did it after the seven o'clock intermediate advanced class, actually advanced, and you were too busy teaching training. my novice class. Yeah, because you got a cot in the back. We got to get you. You're gonna pay rent, <laughs> and you're gonna live here now. Um, so don't forget, this podcast is brought to you by the good people at Big Country Raw. Feed your dog what Eric feeds Nico. For serious, he loves it. Feed your dog Big Country Raw, raw food. We sell it here at the dog shop. And if you go to bigcountryraw.ca backslash BTL. What's the BTL stand for? Beyond the leash. Beyond the leash. You can get fifteen percent off your po uh, f- oh, off your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> off your first order of of Big Country Raw. Get a big order. It stuff is frozen. It lasts two years in the freezer. It
2: does. Yeah, it lasts a long. So time. if
1: you can get fifteen percent off, go spend five hundred dollars. You're going to get a giant discount and keep that shit in the freezer.
2: Yeah. Sorry, we have like a missing key situation here. So I'm like, I just found out who accidentally ended up with the keys. Oh, and Riley's
1: mom is yeah, outside. Yeah, 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 and she's yeah. like, I don't have my keys. Yeah, I don't want to get home. Yeah,
2: so and I just got a, a message from the person who accidentally ended up with them. So that's mm, I'm like trying to like... all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um.
1: <laughs> so BTL or C A backslash BTL. You're going to get your 15% off. They're really good people. It's literally what I feed Nico. And I've had to change some brands because sometimes he gets bored of the same flavor, but that's the great thing about feeding raw food. You can feed turkey one day, chicken the next day, and fish. Fish, they got everything. They got kangaroo. They They got got kangaroo, yes. And they have these side dishes, which are like vegetables mixed with whatever. Yeah. It it, it makes his life way more interesting. If you ate chicken every day of your life, you'd be like, that's good chicken. And on the fourth (laughs) day, you'd be like, fuck chicken.
2: Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: chicken. So this is going to be a first Beyond the Leaf podcast. Yeah. I've had a few drinks. Yep. (laughs) And I don't want to put everybody in a bad mood. This is coming out Tuesday. If you read the paper and look at Oakville fire, um, there was a townhouse fire last Saturday. I got a call at 6 in the morning.
2: Oh, that's rough.
1: It was my very close niece. It'll say one dead and one dog dead.
2: Oh. That
1: was my niece. Oh. She was fucking 32 years old.
2: That's, wow, she's the same age as me. Yeah, Yeah. yeah so
1: think about this. I'm 52. I've lived a good life and we all know my story. I was dead and came back to life. She didn't get that opportunity. Yeah. And here's the best best thing. Here's the worst thing about... Her name was Jordan. Here's the worst thing about Jordan. She had some troubles in her life. She was a very beautiful woman. You've seen the pictures of her? Yes, yeah, she was gorgeous. lovely, gorgeous. She was amazing. She was a good person. She fell into some bad time times in her life. She got into the drugs, got into some bad people. And recently in the last year and a half, she turned her life completely around. Completely around. Like she was away from that. She was in rehab. Everything was great. And there was a fucking fire in her sure. house.
2: And like something that you... you and and a freak accident. And nobody knew it
1: yeah. first, but now it's out. It was smoke inhalation. Thank God, yeah. because that oh. means she didn't feel yeah. any pain. She died with the smoke inhalation while yeah. she was sleeping. And so did the dog. Yeah. The dog was huge to her. Yeah. So tonight we had a, uh, what do you call it? Celebration of life, which yeah. I like way better. Yeah. And I was there. And of course, I had a few... It was only 10 minutes from the school. And I was late because everybody was crying, everybody's hugging. It was a big thing. I felt for her mom. I was hugging her mom like 18,000 times. I was dead, Nereese. Never listen to me. Never worry about the dead people. The dead people are fine, and they're actually better off. You know what we got to worry about? Her mom. Her mom's like 53, one year older than me. Her mom's a fucking mess. Her mom's name is Marnie. She's a mess. Oh, yeah. Her sister, which is weird because I go to her tanning salon. She works at a tanning salon just down the street where I go to in Oakville. And the funny thing is I just started going to this tanning salon. I said to her sister, which is named Mm Shauna, I said, hey, how's your sister? And she goes, oh, we really don't talk anymore. They got in a fight about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And they haven't talked in a year. She's devastated that she never talked to her sister. Oh, yeah. Because now she's gone. Yeah. Talk to your fucking family. It doesn't matter the fight you had over fucking whatever. Yeah. Get back with your family. You never know when they're going to be gone. Oh, yeah. It can be a... You can get hit by a bus. Yeah. Look at me. I, ha- I was in the hospital for three months. You can walk outside and get hit by a bus and your best friend's dead. Yeah. Make... What's the word I'm looking for? Oh Retribu- uh, No, not retribution. Make.
2: Reconciliation.
1: Reconciliation. Yeah. That's a good yeah. word. If you have a family member, if you have a sister, if you have a dad that you haven't taught, fuck off. Put, a, put, put this podcast on pause and go <laughs> make up with that person because you never know when they're going to be gone. Oh, yeah. It was rough today. Oh, yeah. and I believe it. And Mm. what do you do when you're in a rough situation? I bought everybody shots. Mm -hmm. And we were drinking shots, (laughs) and I don't have too many drinks. So this is going to be the first podcast where Eric's been a little drunk. I don't drink it. (laughs) I don't drink. Ever since three years ago, I don't drink. (laughs) I drink at Blue Jay Games, and I drink at a celebration of life.
2: And Santa Claus pictures. And Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Do you remember the little girl,
1: my niece? Yes. She she was like, Oh, and I got pictures of her when I was a when she was a baby in my arms, and she's eight years old now. And she goes, What do you do? And she's so cute. She's redhead, she's holding my hand. And she's like, What do you do? I go, No, you you know what I did. You've come with your mom to my dog school, 17. She goes, Oh yeah, you're Santa Claus. I'm like, that's not my full-time job. <laughs> that was one night. So It was nice meeting the family again. It's been a while, but it was just a sad situation. Yeah, it's, it's hard. And here's the funny thing. I'm telling everybody, you're talking to a guy that was dead 18 times. And here's my explanation. I talk to people that are religious. I talk to people that are spiritual, and they all got their own idea of what death is like. I wasn't there long, but I was there. Let's say there's a room over here, Narice, and yeah. I was in the room. I was only there for 10 seconds, yeah. but in that 10 seconds, I saw what was in the room, and then I come out of the room, and I talk to you, and you try to explain what was in the room, like a person that's never been dead and doesn't know what it's like. Don't tell me what was in that room. I was in the room. You weren't. Yeah. And here's what I kept trying to get through to people. It's not the person that's dead you have to worry about.
2: It's, it's, it's who they
1: leave behind. The people they leave behind, they're the ones in trouble. Yeah. They're the ones that are going to mourn. They're the ones that are going to miss their loved one. They're the ones that are going to cry. It's not Jordan. that's gonna, it's, Jordan's actually in a better place. Yeah. Jordan's okay now. She's moved on to another realm, another dimension. She's fine. Trust me, I know she's fine. Her mom, her 16-year-old son, her sister, they're the ones that are going to cry. So yeah. now that we started this one with a big... <laughs> sad fucking thing. (laughs) Let's move on to what we were going to talk about. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) In other news. (laughs) In other news. I mean, you know,
1: everybody, Mm -hmm. I love Jordan. She was great. She was a great girl, but Mm -hmm. it sucks. Yeah. You're going to lose her, And we just had a podcast not too long ago. Actually, Nicole, the last one was about losing your dog. Yeah. Life, it sucks. Life, you got to move on. Yeah. And everybody's going to miss that dog. Everybody's going to miss Jordan. But Jordan's fine. The dog is fine. Beppe's yeah. fine right now. Yeah. Beppe's running around in a meadow having a good time. Yeah. Her legs work again. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was old and her day leg. <laughs> it's me. I miss Beppe. Yeah. You're going to miss your dog when she eventually passes away. It's the same shit. To me. Oh, yeah. So let's get off that topic because that's mm. very depressing. What are we going to talk about today? Um... <laughs> I am so on this. This whole topic, if you go to, I'd probably say 30 or 40% of dog trainers. Yeah. Their whole end all and be all is it's hand signals. <laughs> hand signals. We got to do hand signals because ha- dogs are very visual animals and they respond to hand signals better than vo- verbal. And um, trust me, they do. Oh, yeah, they do. They do respond to hand signals. What's the problem with hand signals?
2: Your dog's not looking at you. Ninety-five
1: percent <laughs> of the time. Oh yeah, Nico. I'm telling him to come. I'm telling him to down. I'm telling him to do whatever. He's not looking at me. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Dogs will pick up so much on visual cues. Yeah. So much. To me, the visual cue is easier. Oh yeah. Just the other day when we were having a big – we were all doing downs individually. I said to the crowd or the crowd of clients, yeah. I said, this is much harder. You're beside other dogs. We're doing it individually. What did I say to do? Don't just do voice. What did I say to do? Hand in voice. Do hand in voice because that ups the ante that your dog's going to do it right. Yeah. And that's great when your dog is looking at you. And on a 30-minute training session with Artemis, with Nico – they're looking at you. You've put them on a stay. You've walked away 10 feet away. The hand signal's great. Yeah. That's for a half hour today. What percentage is a half hour of your day? 2%. 2%. Even if you're going to train two half hours a day, that's 4%. 96% of Ar- Artemis isn't looking at you right now.
2: No, she's not. She's looking at the door. She's <laughs> not. She's yeah. looking at the door. Yeah.
1: What fucking good is a hand signal? It's not it's at all. <laughs> not. <laughs> And even some dog trainers think they're doing just verbal. They're not. They're not. Yeah. They think they are. In their head, this is just verbal, but I'm seeing the visual cue. Yeah. So we're going to do a couple things here. I've downloaded this stuff. Hopefully we get it quickly and I don't be a jerk. Um, let's see if we can get this one. I've put this on the Bluetooth. This is just a rant, and he's really good, actually. I followed this dog trainer. I don't remember what his name is. American something. This is a dog trainer um, talking about hand signals in dog training. Dogs, uh, the type of behaviors that we want you need to develop very strong hand commands because dogs are unbelievably visually oriented, all right? When two dogs typically meet on the street, they don't say one word to each other. It's all physical and visual. If you took two dogs from the same breeder, one trainer trying to teach using only voice commands and another trainer teaching only using hand commands, I guarantee you the trainer teaching only with hand commands and not saying anything to the dog will achieve uh, better obedience at a faster level than the one trying to use the voice commands i promise you that to teach our dogs it uh, again everything he said is true narice
2: oh yeah 100 percent.
1: dogs see a hand signal for down while they hear it or even not while they hear it they're going to respond to that better because they're very visual cued yes
2: oh yeah absolutely
1: what if artemis is in the kitchen and you're in the living room well then i'm shit out of luck literally fucking shit out of luck how many times and again i really i've been changing the way we do things in the advance and i'm setting the rules a little stronger um unless you tell the crowd let's do a verbal and hand signal i want them to just do verbal yeah Steph, for years had been teaching a hand signal with the with the for sit yeah Hand signal and verbal. I don't want her to do that. I want her to teach yep. verbal first. Verbal yep. should always superside hand signal because the other, we train a half hour to an hour a day, which equals 2 to 4% of the dog's life. Yep. The other 90% per percent of the life of the dog, percent of the day, your dog's not fucking looking at you. Yep. Here's the problem with hand signal. The dog has to be looking at you or it's no good at all. Yeah, They have to. Sometimes me and Nerese will say, okay, everybody's going to walk away six feet, 10 feet from your dog, and you're going to do a hand signal only. Yeah. Sometimes, and whenever I say, I'm not going to tell you, it's up to the client to decide. They can yeah. do hand signal and verbal. They can do just verbal or just hand signal yeah. if we don't say. But sometimes we'll say, walk yeah. away, we're going to do hand signal only, everybody. Yeah. What do you usually see when that happens? We're all uh, dancing with,
2: around. <laughs> no, but what happens oh.
1: with forty percent of the dogs?
2: Or was they're not looking at their owner. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it's a lot of. Yeah, a lot of dancing like around, h- like clapping, like snapping, snapping your finger because your dog is looking off to the left. And what good is a fucking hand signal if your dog's looking off? Well, yeah. I'm pointing to the right. I don't know. <laughs> but if your dog's looking off to, because I'm always thinking about looking at the owner and the dog, and that's yeah. my left. Yeah. But <laughs> if your dog's looking off at another dog. Just yeah. hand signal is meaningless.
2: Or if your dog's looking at Bev. Yeah, <laughs> of course, because she gives all the treats.
1: That is fucking meaningless. So hand signals are real nice to have. Yeah. If I'm in Port Credit in the summer and there's a festival going on with a band and my dog is 40 feet away and he can't necessarily hear my down. Yeah. Throwing in a hand signal only might be actually a better option. Yeah. If he's looking at me. Yeah not always looking at no. <laughs> no no not at all so to me and a lot of dog trainers are like me sometimes the hand, like hand signals lovely to have but you want to put the verbal command as paramount that should be the one we don't do this till intermediate and advanced yep. what's one of the things we have to do for, we just did Brody and I think you're going to do Nova Nova yeah What's you have to have at least one command to get to novice for, or get to intermediate or advanced from intermediate from where outside the room from outside the room yeah you have to at least do at least one down or a stand or a sit from another room when the dog's not you can you possibly do a hand single from that distance no it's impossible yeah, you can't do it it's and here's the thing if you've taught with just hand signal... The dogs are so acclimatized to watching you and only responding to your hand. Yep. Now they won't respond when they're in the kitchen and you're in the living room. Yep. This is fucking why I don't understand why some dog trainers say like that last one we just heard. Oh, hand single, hand single, hand Which is all true. No good. No. No they'll, way.
2: they'll also start to anticipate things too, like Artemis. Like I rarely, I rarely throw a stay in any anymore. But there's times where I do if she's in a down and I want, like I want to make sure that she stays. So I'll throw in a stay, even though I rarely do it. She sees that hand coming down; she's anticipating a sit. Yes. So she will sit, and then she gets a
1: correction, because which is unfair. Her, but her seeing your hand is yeah. more important than to her than what she's listening to. Exactly. But It shouldn't be (laughs) I should I should make sure That the voice Is more important Than the hand Oh yeah we just talked about a recent client that you had. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What was her name? Uh, I believe her
2: name was Tanya. She's going to be
1: pissed off. And that was actually, when she joined me, she came with me with an old dog and she was the biggest fucking pain in the ass client ever because she went to another trainer. Oh, we did it this way. We did it this way. I'm like, go to that fucking trainer then. Yeah. (laughs) We have rules and every rule has a rhyme and reason. And, she, w- even in my class, she was like, oh, my dog responds to hand. I just have to push, put my point to the ground and my dog goes down. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's me, was, and that's me hitting
1: my head against the microphone.
2: And she was giving me the same, the same things. And it's, it's intro week. So it's, it's without dogs. And she, she brings up. And remember, she's been here before with Eric. And I'd already been warned about I'd already been warned about this time. I told and, her and, and, this one's going to give yeah. you a hard time. Yeah, so i She been thinks warned, she knows so, everything
1: about dog training and what did she and, say and,
2: to and, you? and so she's just like, "Oh, like what about or Someone someone asked hand signals and I'm just like, "Well, we don't we don't do hand signals like it. it's we, you know, voice is always better." And she's like, "Well, no, if my two dogs are playing, they can't hear me when I when I say down, but if I and she, you know, she did this like snap with her fingers and a point down, if I do that, then um, then, then, they'll go down. It's like, but your dogs are playing. They're not looking at you. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it. tell me how they're not going to hear you if they're not looking at you. Like, they're like they're it, not going to see no your sense. point to the ground.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and here's another thing. We got, Narice doesn't live with the other dog, but her mom has Ozzy. Yeah. And her dog is Artemis. Yeah. What do we do with those two? Uh, the...
2: Two different languages.
1: Two different languages. Yeah. And the reason being, let's say they both know the hand signal for down. If yeah. you do the hand signal from down from 20 feet away, both of them are going to down. Yes. What if you only want Artemis to down? I just say down. You're going to say down. What's, what's Aussie going to hear? Uh, Couché. Couché. Yeah. French. Because <laughs> we've taught the other, and in German it would be Platz. Yeah. When I was training Ammo and Gia, Gia learned down, Ammo learned plots because I can't, hand signals are both going to go down. Yeah. What if I just want ammo to down? Plots! Yeah. Looking at me or not, ammo is just going to down. Gia doesn't know what the fuck plots means. Yeah, She needs to hear down. So that's another reason why a verbal is way stronger. Again, you're going to get more out of the hands. So you're going to get more, like I said, when it's a hard situation, if I was in court credit and I'm going to... Tell Nico down, I'm going to throw in a hand signal too. Because they are so apt to read verbal or physical cues. But I'm going to throw both in. It's a hard situation I'm going to give down. But I'd rather be able to go around the corner of the building and yell out down. And when he's not looking at me, he's going (laughs) to drop anyway. Um, Let's go to another trainer I have in here. This one's a little bit longer. So let's listen to this guy
0: to our digital kennel com. Why are hand signals so important? They're not hand fucking signals, important. Foot signals, complete body signals. Why are they so important? and why do I incorporate these into my personal puppy training system when I'm raising up a German Shepherd puppy? Here's why
1: Listen to me. they're nice to have. They're not important. Verbal is more important. Listen to me. trust me on this. Your dog being able to do a down from outside the room when even forget about forget about outside the room. If he's happens to be looking at the cat and he goes looking over here and I'm over there, he's not looking at me. I just say down. He's going to down yeah. in order to get him to down for my hand signal. He has to look at me. Yes.
2: Yes. Well, oh, You're such a
1: good girl. He always does this on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he Head on my lap. So let's continue. All right. This one might if be a you- little more.
0: It's
1: a minute and a half.
0: If you're listening to audio only, you get to retain X percent of what you hear.
1: Listen to what he's saying.
0: If you are watching a video, you're seeing and you're hearing, you will get X percent more out of watching a video with the audio than just audio. He's
1: absolutely right.
0: Now, if you're watching it, I noticed lately I was watching a video about gardening. I'm putting in a big garden over here and I'm watching all these garden garden videos on YouTube. And some of them have subtitles. And I was like, wow, I like the subtitle thing. I'm reading it, I'm seeing it, I'm hearing it. Boy, it just really, just retain a lot of the information. And that's why you wanna use hand signals foot signals body torso signals let's pause this
1: let's pretend this he's looking at the Uh computer talking about gardening like he said yeah he's got the subtitles he's looking at the people he's hearing them talk yeah let's say he was in another room and he had to leave because his dog whatever and he's only listening to the, the 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 video yeah that's where i need him to learn it not where he's watching because your fucking dog isn't watching you 95% of the time. Only 5% of the time is your dog
0: looking at you. And you're raising up your German shepherd puppy. They're very important. It drives the command deep into their psyche and they just get it. They get
1: If I'm on Port Credit on Lakeshore and there's traffic and there's people, and there's kids, and there's other dogs. You're damn right I'm going to use a hand signal. Yeah. I'm going to use it simultaneously with my voice. I'm going to say down and do the hand signal for down. Because of the added distraction, Nico seeing that is going to... What's the word I'm looking for? It's going to make the possibility of him doing the command without failure much more, because I'm using both hand and voice. Yeah. But... Let's pretend he wasn't looking at me. He's looking at the squirrel. Uh, down. I yeah. want him to be down just from that. Yeah. Dogs are so visual, race. They're so visual. People. I, I just taught recall today. Were you here for the recall? I dogs? wasn't. No, no, you came in after that yeah, class. Yeah. And this one guy with this dog. What's her name? He goes to the gym with me. I can't remember the dog's name. It's a female lab, chocolate lab. Oh, uh, <laughs> not Chloe. That's another one. Whatever, it's a female chocolate lab. And he was, Brandy, Brandy, Brand, yeah, Brandy, yeah. come. And while he said Brandy come, he was putting out the, the treat. Yeah. I said, your dog's not fucking listening to your word come. Yeah. She's only coming because you're showing her a treat. She's, she's hearing your command, but that means zero to her. Why is she coming, Nereese? Because she sees the treat, she sees the hand motion and yep. the treat. And he was even doing the, this is hard to say in a yep. podcast. He was kind of like, "Ready, come!" And he was bending over, seeing the hand motion. In in our in intermediate advance, we do a lot of blind classes. People don't know what blind means. Yeah. When I say everybody, let's do a, excuse me, do a blind command. What's that mean?
2: It means you walk away from your dog and you don't look at them. You stand back to the you your dog. You turn with your back to the dog,
1: and we yep. say down. Yeah. Those are dogs that really know the verbal down command. Oh, yeah. Those are dogs that are going to do the down, even though they're in the kitchen and you're in the living room. Because they learn. It's much harder yes. to teach verbal only. They do respond to hand signals, but hand signals fucking suck. Yeah. They're no good. Well... They're good to have, but no good if that's the only way they'll do it. Yeah. Now you've bent over, Brandy, come, Brandy, come, Brandy, come. And you've always put your hand down, treat or not, and you've bent over to say come. Yeah. She's actually responding to the to the hand and the voice. Oh, yeah. And I show people this. I go, what? I did this today. I said, watch this. I can't remember. What, oh, Jax. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. The German shepherd mix named Jax yeah is it, no rex, rex sorry rex Rex. rex, rex yeah. and i said watch this i'm not even gonna say rex come i just bent over with the treat yeah. he bolted right away to me yeah. because he was responding to what he was watching which is yeah. great but doesn't work when rex and when i always say when you have to save a dog's life are they looking at you nope where are they going Away from you. We're running on to where? The road. The road. And you're on the porch going, Rex, come, Rex, come, Rex. And he's not coming because every time you've said Rex, come, you've bent over with a treat, which looks fantastic. Well, you need them to respond to you, whether you're in another room, they're in the kitchen, you're in the living room, they're running onto Winston Churchill. I want them to respond to voice first, yeah. then hand signal. And Signal's great. I went to the Bread and Honey Festival with Beppe once. You know the Bread and Honey Festival in Streetsville?
2: Yeah, 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 that one. It was
1: right by the old school. And I yep. went there with Beppe, and I put her on a sit-stay. Yep. And I walked away, and I was in a, uh, like a, there was a band playing or something on the stage. And it was all kinds of noise. And there was people screaming, and I'm literally 100 yards away from her. I put her in a downstay. Yeah. But I was at a booth looking at, like, they had these little charm bracelets. And I was like, and Beppe's 100 yards away, and she's just sitting there in a down. And it was so loud with the band, with the people, and the kids. And there was like uh, the Ferris wheel, and all, it was loud. Yeah. That's when I looked at her, and I'm like, Beppe, come. But she may have not heard my voice, no matter yeah. how loud I was, because she was literally a football field away. Yeah. So instead of just using verbal, I went, Bebe, come! And did that hand signal hand that we signal, use. Yeah. She saw the hand signal and came to me directly. Yeah. That's where hand signal is great. Yeah. Voice first, voice first, voice first. Always. Always, always, always. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, how many dogs do you see that tried out for our advanced? And you can see they're really verbally or visually motivated. But their they're visual is is... Literally 98%. Yeah. But with just verbal, they're down to 60%. Yeah.
2: Well, and it's, it's just, it's even the little, like, head, like the little, like, head turn to look at them. Yes. yes. It's not even a huge, it's not even a huge motion. It's just a tiny little, like, head, like, look. Yep. Or they'll give the verbal commands. The dog won't do it. They turn to look. The dog does and it. And then
1: the dog yeah. does it after the look. Because he's yeah. responding to the look. He's not responding to the down. No. No. He resp- just moving your hand towards the dog's collar. They're like, fuck that. I'm going down. Yeah, They're not responding to your actual down command. Um, I w- and I say this story all the time. You probably hear and It's a true story. Yeah. We've heard this a hundred times, but the people listening haven't. <laughs> I was in a dog training seminar with a bunch of dog trainers. They're dog trainers from all over North America. Yeah. Doing different methods. And they had this guy in there. And he was like 100 yards from his dog, a football field away. And he's doing – the dog was like absolutely precise and perfect, and it looked really good. And this is not going to be on a podcast. You're just listening to this. It makes more sense when I show this. And he's doing sits and downs like we can do, me and you can do, yep. from a distance from Artemis or Nico. We can do that from 300 yards away, yes? Oh, yeah. We can say sit. The dog's going to sit from a down. We can say down, and they're, they're going to stand on the stand command. But what he was doing is every time he said sit, his head, I'm talking two inches, Narice. Yeah. Sit, and he's pulling his chin up. Yeah. And then when he would say down, his chin would go down towards his chest.
2: And everybody
1: was impressed, and he's doing sit, down, sit. And he was almost doing the doggy push-ups, where it looks like the dog's 100, 100 yards away yeah. and doing doggy push-ups. And I looked at him, and I go... And he was explaining how it's so good to have just verbal. I go, your dog's not listening to the verbal. He's not. He's watching your, verbal, your your physical cues. I go, no, I'm not doing him a hand signal. I go, hand signal or fucking not. He's not watching your hand signal. He's watching your head. Yeah. Sit. His head goes up. Down. His dog, his head goes down. I go, do me a favor. I'm going to prove this to you. Hold your head still like it can't move. I mean, still like it's stuck, like it's glued in one spot and say sitting down. And he went sit and his dog didn't sit down and his dog didn't down. And I said, okay, do me another favor. Don't say sitting down. Remember his dog's a football field away. And he just moved his head. Like I'm talking inches that much. It's hard to do on a podcast, but he just moved his head up And and his dog sat. And I go, now move your head down. And he went like this without saying the command, his dog was responding because his dog was really looking at him. Yeah. Again, they're right. That dog trainer we just heard, that they're so visual, is right. That's the problem. That's why we don't want them to rely on the visual cues. We want to do it with the dog in the living room and you in the kitchen. Yeah. When Artemis, heaven forbid, she was a puppy and running onto Lakeshore and she's about to get by a car, is she looking at you? No. No.
2: Well, actually, but like, uh, not uh, running onto a road, but um, I was out. She was, oh gosh, she was like five, six months old. That's I was before mm-hmm. before we took her for training, and um, we were out. How uh, old is she now? Uh, she's almost five.
1: So this is yeah, yeah, four and, like, and a half years yeah, ago.
2: This is yeah. Um, we were out. We, my husband and I were, were taking her for a hike um, with a friend and and a couple of his dogs. And we were out like somewhere down by the um, by the Credit River, down by uh, I think uh, UTM or somewhere, somewhere around there. And we just let the dogs off leash. There weren't many people around. And, um, was pretty good. She she stayed within sight. And then, and then they decided to wander off. And, you know, we were like, where'd they go? I kid you not. Like, thankfully this dog has no inclination on wanting to swim. She was right by the edge of the river and it was like going fast. Like, you know, it was right after, I think right after the, uh, the salmon. So there's all the dead fish yep. and everything. Yep. And my head, like, she didn't know recall that my husband, like, yelled at her. And she was just like, oh, like, and it was like, thank, thank goodness, like, zero inclination to swim because, like, and we hadn't learned recall yet. She didn't know the command, but it could have been so, so bad that had, you know, she wanted to do that. There'd be nothing we could have done. My dog, my
1: dog, Binga. And you could use down or recall, whichever one is more solid. I remember when she was new and I just trained, and I wasn't really sure. And in Niagara Falls, I lived right beside a park. So my driveway was here, backyard was here, there's a park beside. And I'm an asshole. I always... When I came home with her for a day, I'd want her to pee in the park. I actually (laughs) trained her to get out of the car, go pee in the parking. I'd rather have the stains on their grass than my
2: grass.
1: (laughs) So I remember one day I gave her an okay, okay, and Minga ran onto the park. And just then somebody had two off-leash Rottweilers. Yeah. And they were. she was just sniffing the ground, peeing, doing what she does. She's got to be 50 yards away from me. And I looked up, and I saw these two Rottweilers. And this person's screaming at the Rottweilers because the Rottweilers aren't listening. Yeah. They're off-leash for some fucking unknown reason. Yeah. And I don't know if they're aggressive or they're just coming to play. And I want my dog to – my dog's not looking at me. She saw the dogs, and she started tailing towards them. I don't know if they're going to be aggressive. She was running at those dogs. I could do the hand signal all day long. Yeah. Not happening. Minga, come! Boom. She stopped dead and came right to me. Oh, yeah. Because it's so important to have just hand, or not just hand signal. Hand signals are great to have. I got a great example. I think you were teaching a class. It was either you and Lee or Lee. And I came in, and I said, sit to Nico. And I walked out of the room, and I came back in, and I go, I really want him to down. But you or Lee, I can't remember who it was. It was on the mic. The mic's pretty loud in here, Oh, yes? it's probably Lee then, because I don't use And it was a newer class of so some of the dogs were whining, some of the dogs were barking. And I could have waited and saw him see me and gave a down hand signal. Yeah. Instead of that, he was looking at another dog over to his left. They were all whining. It was a brand new class. Lee was talking on the mic. Oh, okay, guys. There's no way he would have heard me at all. At all. That was the time where he was, I walked in the room, he was looking at me, I gave a hand signal for down. Yeah, They're really good to have. Really good to have, because you're going to have situations. But the voice is first. We always want a dog to respond to voice first, then we'll teach the hand secondary. Yeah. Voice first, then hand voice i can do from outside the room i can do from the kitchen to the living room i can do in a park if the dog's looking at a squirrel yeah from 300 yards away in order to do hand you're required the dog to be looking at you and here's the funny thing when we do say everybody walk away and do a hand signal only for down we give them that rule they can't say anything well we
2: had a whole class
1: (laughs) the whole class. yeah we actually did a whole advance and that was tough yes oh yeah but it's nice to have. But what did half the people have to do? The problem um, is, I walk, they walk away to 120 feet from their dogs, and I say, do hand signal only. The dog's not looking at them. They have to dance. clap or say a yeah. name, Ozzy. Yeah. And the problem there is, once they hear that noise, or once what happens a lot? They, they move. They break yeah. because they hear their name and they move. That's a problem. To get a dog's attention, sometimes just by snapping or clapping your finger, it's, it's saying, Artemis, mm. Artemis is going to break to me. Yeah, That ruins it. I just want to do the hand signal. So why not just say down? Yeah, exactly. My dog's looking to the left. I'm over at the right. <laughs> down, my dog's going to drop. Yeah. If you guys understand, don't understand what I mean, go on the social media. BTL, BTL training. I got all kinds of training with Nico. And what am I showing a lot with him? Voice only. Oh, uh, out, the, out of the room. I'm out of the room. Yeah. Forget the easy stuff in the room. I'm going out of the room. I can even go out of the room with my dog. Yellow. Nico, come. He's going to come running at me. While he's running at me and I'm in a different room. Down. He drops immediately. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of our advanced dogs can do this. Yeah. Is that possible with hand signal? Nope. It's actually impossible. Yeah. You're relying only on a dog looking at you. Yeah. So, teach the hand signal. They're good to have. They're good to have at the festival when the band's playing. They're good to have when I came into the class and Lee's class was loud and he, Nico might not hear my down cam man because the new clogs were all barking and Lee's on a mic. And he's looking at me. Sure. Yeah. Give the hand signal. He's going he's gonna to listen to it. Hand. Voice beforehand. Voice beforehand. Voice beforehand. Teach the down from in front with a voice first, then incorporate the hand signal. Yeah. We'll learn the hand signal later. Nice to have both. Yes. So that was pretty good. Yeah, I did a podcast and I've had some drinks. Again, my (laughs) niece, whatever you're going to do. I don't like it, but what are you going to do? Okay, so we're going to finish this. Remember, I used to just pick. I'm like, I'm going to eventually get doubles. We're just ripping this off. There's a calendar we have. It's called Dog Trivia. It's not trivia as in far as, uh, hi, how many people live in China. It's more dog tidbits, facts, little fun. And some of them are very boring. But yeah. Some of them are really cool. Yes, yeah, some of them are cool. So we always end the podcast with this. Um, again, we're on January 5th. Since <laughs> I decided to start ripping them off, this is a better... I got 365 of these. So. Yes. What's that divided by 52? We got a lot of little yes. dog tidbits. And these are just fun and interesting. Sometimes they suck and I do another one. So the calendar today, the tidbit, the fact that we're going to talk about today. Remember, I don't know these. Dogs sleep in a curled up position to maximize their body heat and protect their vital organs. Yeah, huh. I didn't know that.
2: I didn't know that either.
1: That's more of a vet question than a trainer question. Yeah. Dobermans. Here, I had an next dog that was my ex-girlfriend's dog she would sleep i called her a potato bug she was this big but when she would sleep she would literally curl up like a potato bug and i just thought that that's comfortable apparently the reason is because they maximize their body heat and protect their vital yeah. organs remember a wo- there are still wolves inside yeah. so a wolf that's sleeping is probably more of a what's the word i'm looking for they're
2: more vulnerable
1: vulnerable to their uh prey not prey predators predators yeah if you're sleeping, oh, yeah, and, a, and a, what's, what would be a predator for a wolf? I don't even know. A polar bear, maybe? A hunter? Uh, anything. Yeah. If you're curled up, you're going to be covering your heart, your lungs, all yeah. that stuff. So mm-hmm. they get the spear or that bite from whatever animal it is, the bear. Yeah. Now they'll wake up. They've at least been protected of their vital organs. Yep. I didn't know that. That's a really cool one.
2: And it gets them all nice and warm, and Artemis will put her tail over her
1: nose, and it's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cute. That's another reason. So on this po- I've been forgetting to say this. Please, we got like 25, 30,000 people listening to this. I want the podcast to be bigger. The more you rate, subscribe, and download the podcast, the more it's going to get better. So don't forget to go on Spotify. Go on, uh, what are we on here? Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Even, we're even on uh, Audible.
2: Yeah. But don't just lot.
1: listen to it. Please rate it. Give us a... I don't care if you give us a five-star or two-star. and hey, a recent Eric are boring. Just hate wa- hate listen
2: to us. Yeah, <laughs> but give us
1: the rating. Give us the review. Yeah. Give us the download. So at least that puts our podcast at a higher... Mm-hmm. Like if you Google... If you search it, it's going to come up. Don't forget mm-hmm. to rate, podcast, subscribe. Don't forget that if you go to bigcountryrodca BTL. You're gonna get fifteen percent off your off your uh, purchase, off your first purchase. It'll be worth. You're talking about two hundred dollars. That's thirty dollars off. Yeah, that's a big deal. It is. That's a big deal. Let's do that. Do you have anything else to add? Artemis has been an angel today. (laughs) You were such a good girl. She's been curled up, protecting her vital (laughs) organs in a little square, in a little (laughs) circle, right beside us. Awesome dog. Anything else to add?
2: Oh, I don't think so.
1: Okay, so thanks for listening. Teach hand signals. Yeah. Teach voice first. Yes. Fuck off, hand signals. <laughs> voice then hand signals. Nice to have. It helps a lot, but your verbal should always supersede a hand signal. Listen to me. Don't bend over when you say "come to your dog." No. The dog's not coming because you called. The dog's about coming because he bent over i ain't going to work when your dog's running onto the road. So thank you for listening. We'll see you next Tuesday. Probably okay. you. Probably me. Because you're on 80% of the podcast <laughs> now.
2: Because I live here now.
1: <laughs> we will see you guys next time.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Beyond the Leash podcast. We hope you learned something valuable today. For more information or to connect with Eric, check us out at beyondtheleash.ca. We'll see you next time.